Welcome to the Craft of Coaching podcast, where you'll learn about how to become a life coach with a strong skill set through understanding the craft of coaching. I'm Kate Swoboda. As director of a life coach training and certification program called the Courageous Living Coach Certification, I'm passionate about the craft of coaching and how we evolve our skills and the industry. Learn more about the Courageous Living Coach Certification Program at teamclcc.com. That's T-E-A-M-C-L-C-C.com. And here's today's episode. Hi, everybody. It's Kate, Director of the Courageous Living Coach Certification and big announcement. The Courageous Living Coach Certification is now formally ICF accredited. So I was going to tell a little bit of the story behind that because I know that I've done other episodes where I talked about things like certification and the coaching industry, and I wanted to share a little bit about why CLCC became ICF accredited. So first things first, um, graduates of our program have always been able to secure ICF certification if they wanted to. And this is one of those times where it's like, okay, you got to differentiate your terms here. Programs can become accredited. Individuals become certified. So it's kind of like a college might be accredited, an accredited institution, but then you graduate from the college and you have the degree. And in this case, the CLCC program is now accredited the individual gets certified. But just as in someone, the case of someone securing a college degree, just because you go to the institution does not necessarily mean that you are automatically certified. And a perhaps more relevant example, if we can distill it down a little bit more, would be psychotherapists. A psychotherapist goes to an accredited college or university to get, for instance, a master's in counseling. And there are different types of degrees that you can get for that master's. But a master's in counseling, MA counseling, is the most common. They can fulfill all of the university requirements for that degree, but they are not automatically a therapist just because they went to the university and got the degree. There is a licensing body called the Board of Behavioral Sciences in the United States, and I think there are similar licensing bodies internationally in each country, and you get licensed with the Board of Behavioral Sciences and fulfill their requirements before you can be licensed to practice psychotherapy. Just because you have the degree doesn't automatically mean that you get the certification, the licensure, what what have you. So it's a similar kind of thing in the coaching industry. So the coaching industry is is not licensed or um, there's no oversight by like a central licensing and certification body. Um, I myself have been a coach since 2006 and until CLCC was becoming ICF accredited, I never sought my ICF certification. The ICF is not the only organization out there that certifies coaches. They just happen to be, in my opinion, the most well-known. 
Um, but there are other uh, programs and, and accrediting bodies out there and people saying, I'll give you an individual certification and people saying, I'll accredit your program. Um, it exists, but the ICF is the most well-known. So that's why we went with the ICF. Now, why would we go ahead and get ICF certification? Well, I got tired. <laughs> Basically, I got tired. I got tired of trying to correct people's misunderstandings about ICF certification. And it all harkens back to this business group that I, uh, a private Facebook group that I'm in. Um, it's like an open private Facebook group. But this like smarmy marketing person was in that group, a marketing person who literally joined, like was employed by a different coach training program. And they're in this group that's just generally kind of for entrepreneurs who want to do something entrepreneurial and they're trying to figure out what that is and what they want their business to look like and, and all that. So this person who is a salaried employee of a coach training program joins this, you know, Facebook group for people who are trying to figure out if they want to become entrepreneurs, coaches, et cetera. And given that this person was employed by a salaried coach training program, my guess would be that this person joined this marketing Facebook group literally to try to scout for people who might join this coach training program. Because if you're already a salaried employee for a coach training program, why do you need to be in a Facebook marketing group for people who might have, you know, like thoughts about entrepreneurship and marketing? I'm in the group because a friend of mine started it and I've been in it since the beginning. And because sometimes people have questions, I go in there and I'll ask questions. I don't know. What do you think? Entreport or uh, Infusionsoft? You know, people have discussions like that. And um, so that's why I'm in the group. But in essence, um, this person began, somebody asked in the group about coach training programs and people started chiming in, coaches, here's who I attended. And this marketing person uh, comes for this other coach training program comes in and says, basically, if you do not attend an ICF accredited program, you will not be able to be ICF certified and that will hurt your chances of ever getting any clients. And I'm sitting here and I'm going like, okay, so that's some bullshit because it's not true. And you can go look on the ICF website and you can see that it is not true. There are different tracks that you can be on, ACTP, ACSTH, and the portfolio track. And all these years have been running CLCC and people use the portfolio track to become certified. It is the same requirements regardless of whether you attend an ACTP program, an ACSTH program, or if you attend an unaccredited program and just turn in your materials. It is the same process. There is no difference. The ICF wants really specific things. They list out what those specific things are. For instance, preparation of a 30-minute coaching session that has to be evaluated. You don't skip that requirement just because you go to one program or another. Anybody who is certified through the ICF, and the ICF is their own organization, they have to do all the same things. And so this person is basically saying you'll never succeed as a coach if you don't do an ICF accredited program. 
and that you won't be able to get ICF certified. And every single time this person is commenting generally on certification specifics, they of course are popping in the URL for their particular coach training program, like over and over and over and over and over. It's like, by the time you've done that five times, how are you not seeing that you're spamming, like massively spamming? So uh, there it is, right? And there was something about that where as the years of of running CLCC have gone on, more and more uh, coaches, when they were initially applying with the program, would have questions about, well, is is CLCC ICF accredited? Will I be able to get, you know, and a real nervousness about that. And I would explain the same thing to them that I explained to anybody else about how it works. And what I was starting to notice was there was almost this like skepticism, kind of like, well, why don't you just go ahead and get ICF accredited? And so that's what I mean when I say I just got tired. It was just like, even I started to just go, hmm, okay, maybe life would be a little bit easier for everybody if I just went ahead and formalized ICF accreditation. I already knew that we were meeting and in, in every case actually exceeding their expectations for a program. Why not just pay the money, dot the I's, cross the T's? Now, of course, this meant that I myself would need to become ICF certified because they had a they have a rule about directors of programs and things like that. They have to have ICF certification. So I went in, I turned in all my materials, and I experienced a little bit of that newbie coach feeling when I recorded my sessions with a client and was kind of like, ah, I'm like recording and going to be evaluated again. I haven't felt that feeling in a really long time, you know? So I went ahead and I did all those things and turned it in and whew, of course passed. Um, and so now I have my ICF certification and the Courageous Living Coach Certification Program is fully ICF accredited. What will that actually mean for any of our grads? Well, it will mean that when they apply for their ICF certification, they will tick the box that says, I attended this ICF accredited program. As opposed to what people would have done before with the portfolio path, ticking a box that says, I did not attend an ICF accredited program, but here is a PDF supplied to me by CLCC that goes through all the things that CLCC does to cover all the ICF core competencies, to cover all of the different ins and outs of asynchronous versus synchronous hours, to give me verbal and written feedback on my coaching. Like, you know, there's, there's a whole list of things. And, um, and I'll tell all of you too, I mean, I myself used the portfolio path to secure my ICF certification as part of that accreditation process. So I myself used the portfolio path that we would have sent, you know, our, our CLCC grads to use. And I'm now certified through the ICF using the portfolio path. So that's really the story. CLCC is now ICF accredited. In terms of the instruction that you get from us, that stays the same. We didn't have to change a bunch of stuff because we already were meeting and exceeding ICF expectations. So we get to rock our program and then 
now our graduates get to go tick a different box when they apply for ICF certification after graduating. Um, we are going to have some additional reporting requirements. You know, sometimes the ICF needs additional documentation. Um, for sure, we've, we've, we've actually always been great about record keeping, but for sure we have to be really on it about record keeping for all of our participants. But, you know, that extra work to me is well worth it. And it's not a ton of extra work because we were already doing it. We were already doing all the things we needed to be doing. Now we've just formalized it. So if you wanted to know, that is the story behind how CLCC became ICF accredited. Um, of course, respect the ICF as an organization. Um, and I'm also excited that, you know, for those people who maybe were on the fence about whether or not to join CLCC at any point because of our accreditation status, it's like, yeah, well, that part is taken care of too. So <laughs> join us. Um, and then I'll say as well that we certainly have graduates who are going to get their CLCC certification with us as a program who have no interest in getting their ICF certification ever. Or people who are, are like, you know what, I'm just going to finish my CLCC certification through CLCC and maybe later I'll do ICF certification. It just depends on the person. So... That is the story of how we became ICF credited. This is a pretty short little episode, but I know that a lot of people listen to the podcast and it is a big announcement that now the program is accredited. We're proud of it. It took a ton of work in terms of like getting all the documentation together into one easy to read place for the ICF. Um, we had done a lot of those things just for individual graduates of our program who wanted to apply with the portfolio path, but the actual documentation to the ICF for program accreditation was definitely an undertaking, but I'm enormously proud of this undertaking. And here we are, we did it, and now onward. I still continue to stand behind my assertion that the most important thing that someone needs if they're going to become a coach, is not necessarily certification. It's more so training. I think that um, you absolutely can be a great life coach regardless of whether or not you possess a formal certification. I have been helped by many coaches who didn't necessarily possess a formal certification. And I just want to say that, you know, like the training is the big thing that is going to make or break someone as a coach. Are they getting the training to really help their clients? Because when you can help your clients, that's how you get the referrals. That's, you know, that's how you get people going. This is a great coach. And are you doing your own personal work? Which is a huge reason why CLCC incorporates that into our curriculum. You are going to need to work on you in order to hold better space, hold a better container for your clients. And we've got a couple craft of coaching episodes on different topics like that and did one last season on uh, self-coaching or using coaching tools on your own life. Um, so I would invite you to check those out because there's definitely that component of it's not just about dotting I's and crossing T's at the end of the day. It's about how do you deliver value for your clients with a really strong skill set and how do you continue to grow and evolve in your own life. So now you know the whole story. 
And uh, of course, as always, if you have questions about any aspect of our ICF accreditation, you can just reach out and ask us. That's why we're here. All right, that's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you have a moment to give us a rating in iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast, ah, so helpful because that helps other people to learn about this podcast and also listen in. You might also want to become a subscriber so that you always get the latest episodes. If you head over to the Courageous Living Coach Certification website at teamclcc.com, that's T-E-A-M-C-L-C-C.com, and sign up to be a subscriber, not only will you get the first information about whenever we open up enrollment, you will also get access to a number of bonuses, like our Become a Coach video series, invitations to webinars on the craft of coaching, and so much more. So I hope that I see you over there. Once again, thanks so much for listening, and I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day.